What would you do with an army of raving fans? How would that transform your business? Creating a five-star customer experience is the most important thing that you can do in your business. It will help you stand out, rise to the top, and save you thousands of dollars in marketing. I am obsessed with finding and creating five-star customer experiences. In fact, it's my superpower. On this journey together, you'll hear interviews with business owners at the top of their industries, sharing actionable strategies and tips to improve your customer experience and create your own army of raving fans. I'm your guide, Christine Huey. Welcome to the Five Star Experience Show. Happy holidays and welcome to another episode of the Five Star Experience Show. I'm Christine Huey and I am so happy that you're here. So I am recording this very late. It is December 30th, Wednesday, which is typically the day that I release my podcast. And this one probably isn't going to release until Wednesday evening. And there's a reason for that. So a few weeks ago, I had decided that I wanted to have the last podcast of the year be a solo episode as a wrap up for 2020. And to be honest, my plan was to record this on Christmas Day since we were staying at home and not with family. It was going to give me something to look forward to. Well, Christmas Day, it didn't happen. Because on Christmas Day, there was a bomb that went off in the middle of my city right where I operate my business. In fact, four of the restaurants that we visit on our food tour are within 30 yards of the blast. So I spent Christmas morning checking in on everybody, making sure that people were okay, and seeing if there was anything that I could do to help. Now, as you can imagine, Christmas Day was spent kind of glued to the news. In fact, today, the Wednesday after Christmas, we're cooking our Christmas turkey because I was giving myself the grace to not cook a Christmas meal on this day that felt so tragic. All of the ideas that I had for this episode kind of went out the window with that tragedy and all of the processing that I've tried to do since then. And yesterday, I had the opportunity to ask my mastermind, what would they want to hear in an episode that would wrap up 2020? And every person that spoke said that they would love to hear a message of hope. And I'm going to be honest, guys. My first thought was, oh, that feels like a really tall order right now because I was feeling hopeful, and then I got hit with another wave of disaster, frankly. So hang in there. I'm going to have a message of hope for you guys later. But before we get there, I want to recognize a couple of things. So first of all, I know that a lot of you are business owners, and I want to say that regardless of what your year looked like, whether you were able to pivot your business and really succeed and grow your company this year during the pandemic, like... Brandy Gar from Blush Events that I interviewed earlier this year, and Wendy Norman from Apartment B Photography. That's amazing. But if your year looked a little bit more like mine with a little local flavor, I want to recognize that. And I think that it's important to recognize the trauma and struggles that we've all been through, regardless of where we're at with our business. So I want to celebrate you. So if you grew your business, I celebrate that. And if you're still looking at, man, I don't know what 2020 is going to have in store for me, I want to celebrate you too, because look at all the challenges that we overcame this year. We overcame or are in the process of overcoming a global pandemic, a global pandemic that brought shutdowns for many small businesses. And for those small businesses that were shut down, 
after we were able to reopen, it brought wave after wave after wave of constantly changing restrictions. Restrictions on the capacity of how many people we could have in our business. Restrictions on masks. Restrictions on social distancing. Restrictions on indoor dining versus outdoor dining. Restriction after restriction after restriction. And every time a new restriction came out, we as business owners had to decide how we were going to best comply with the new restrictions in our area. But you know what, guys? It is December 30th, 2020, and we made it. We have survived through nearly 10 months of this pandemic, and that deserves to be celebrated too. So first of all, I want to celebrate that, and I want us to be able to recognize that we probably all went through the hardest year that we've ever had in our business. And here's the good news. We've made it through such large challenges that the normal everyday struggles that we experience as business owners are going to seem so small when this is over. So just know that we've learned that we can swim in the deep end. We've learned that when storms come, when we're out in the deep end and we don't have our footing and we're getting tumbled and tossed around, that we can make it through. So congratulations. We made it to 2020. And as we turn the page to 2021, I want to read a passage from a very good friend of mine's podcast that I listened to this weekend. My friend's name is B. Evans, and she has the Tear Out the Tags podcast. Her podcast is about tearing out the labels and tags that hold us back. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read from the transcript that I created of this little portion of her episode called Christmas Overwhelm that was released on December 24th. As I reflect on 2020, I can honestly say that it has been a year like no other. It has been a year for most of us that has just felt like a giant storm in general. And it's kind of like the waves are crashing over us. For some, it's been one hit after another. And for others, it's felt like a steady, violent tsunami that keeps coming and coming and coming at us. Whether you've had an incredible year of pivots, excitement, and rebuilding, or a year of triumph, trouble, and hardship, you've seen people around you also go through their own version of their own storm. Recently, I've been hearing people say, it can't get any worse. And I think to myself, yes, it could. It could get worse. But it can also get better. And we are all waiting for that day. We are all waiting for the calm to come as the storm of a year starts to dissipate. So I loved that passage. And I'm going to go ahead and link the full episode in the show notes. Definitely check it out. Definitely check out B. Evans's podcast called Tear Out the Tags. It is exceptional. But she was able to articulate things that I wasn't able to. When she talked about wave after wave after wave hitting us, I feel like that's a great description of what we've had to deal with as business owners. I feel like as soon as we feel like we can take a breath, something else hits and crashes into us. And it's just been difficult. Here in Nashville, it started March 3rd with an F3 tornado that ripped through our city. This is a tornado that many of our very famous and popular areas are still recovering from. Many businesses and churches and buildings and homes have not yet been rebuilt and reopened almost 10 months later. And then two weeks later, we had the pandemic hit that caused shutdowns. And then we had openings and closures and restrictions. And then as we really get excited and hopeful because a vaccine gets released, then we have a bombing on Christmas Day right in the heart of our city. And to be honest, I don't know that I can handle much more disappointment. 
So that's where I want to talk about now is I want to talk about where we go in 2021. If there's one thing that I learned in 2020, it's that my expectations are what led to a lot of disappointment. I had great expectations a year ago for my business, and as you can imagine, we didn't hit any of them. And as the year went on, I started to develop more expectations. During the shutdown, I thought, oh, I really think that we'll be able to open by 4th of July. Then that didn't happen. Oh, well, in the fall, I think we can have a relatively good season. Well, we opened in October, and I was thinking that we would do about 30% of what we did last year, but I set my expectation at 20% because I didn't want the disappointment. And in October and November, the only two months we were open this year, we did 5% of what we did last year. And again, I was horribly disappointed. So as we move into 2021... And we're hearing all of these things about what are your New Year's resolutions? What are your goals for your business? I look at that and I'm like, man, I don't want to set myself up for more disappointment. To be completely frank, I don't know that I can handle much more disappointment. So what I'm going to do in 2021 is I've decided that instead of expecting a result, I'm going to set my expectations on what I'm going to do to move myself and my businesses forward. Because that's really all that I can control is despite the circumstances, I can decide that I'm going to show up and do something to move my business forward every day or every week, depending on what the tragedy of the day or the week might be. So that's kind of where I'm going with this. What are your goals moving forward? Are your goals the, you know, really famous and trendy smart goals where they're specific and measurable and attainable? and results-oriented, and I forget what the T is, are they smart goals, or are you looking to the future with a little bit of a different mindset? Because that's what I'm going to do. So as I look forward to 2021, I want to bring up something that Ashley Sutterfield brought up in episode four of the podcast, and that was to be committed to the journey but not attached to the outcome. And that's really where I'm going to set my intention for 2021. I am committed to this journey. I am committed to continuing to be a business owner, whether that's through a little local flavor or through the things that I build with Five Star Experience. But I am committed to the idea that small businesses can change the world. I also know that this is not how I intended to spend the end of 2020. A year ago, I would have said, oh my gosh, we are going to celebrate because we did a half million dollars in sales in 2020. Clearly, that was not the case, but I had to let go of that outcome a very long time ago. So I let go of that in, we'll say, early April. And since then, I've had to really adjust my view of an outcome. And as we go into 2021, I thought I would share my resolutions with you. And my resolutions are very different and my goals are very different than what they've been in years past. So Let me tell you a quick story. When the pandemic hit and when the shutdowns happened, and I knew that it was going to greatly affect a little local flavor, my food tourism business, I kind of lost my mind, if I'm being completely honest. I know that I've alluded to this in other episodes, but to give you an idea, I cried every day for nearly four months, and it was about all I could do to just take care of myself, let alone like 
try to handle a business after shutting down and refunding about 400 tickets. It was awful and it was one of the hardest things that I've ever been through. But what pulled me out of that time is I decided to focus on something different. And what I focused on is how can I find joy in every day? So as I look into 2021, that's one of my resolutions is to find joy in every single day. Because to me, what that means is that despite circumstances that I will not be able to control, despite mandates that come down or restrictions that come down, despite how long it takes to rebuild Second Avenue in downtown Nashville after the Christmas Day bombing, despite anything that's thrown at me, the one thing that I can control is how I look for joy, how I have a little bit of gratitude during this time. As I look into 2021, there's something else that I want to focus on. And that is every month, I want to make sure that I'm doing things that will make me look back on that time fondly. Now, that comes back again to some things that I was doing this summer to help pull me out of the kind of great depression that I was in. And that is I looked back on other difficult years in my life. And even though they were difficult, I always found things that I look back on and I go, yeah, I mean, that was a difficult thing, but it led to this other thing that was really amazing. And so there's always something during the storm that I look back on fondly. So how can we do that in 2021? How can we choose at least one thing or several things each month that we can look forward to, that we can do that's exciting so that when we look back on 2021, we can go through each month and be like, oh man, I loved that we did that and look back on things a little bit fondly. Now, I do want to recognize that the things that we're going to look back on fondly are going to look very different than they would have pre-pandemic. It's not going to be traveling to my favorite location. It's likely not going to be going to an in-person conference that I've been looking forward to. But what it can be is going for a hike twice a week, going to the dog park every day and walking. It might be talking to friends every single day and reaching out to people that I haven't talked to in a long time and rekindling great friendships and great relationships. But I think that no matter what circumstances are served to us in 2021, if we bring about the attitude of joy, gratitude, and planning things within our realm of restriction and circumstance that we're going to look back on fondly, I think that to me will make a successful year. Now, of course, I would like to bring in some income in 2021. Of course, I would like to see things move forward. But the only thing that I can control is to continue to take steps every day or every week to move my business forward. If I'm being honest, I've struggled with putting so much joy in my business. I get so much joy out of the outcome of my business. What I realized is that what I viewed as a successful year or a successful month was very tied to the success of my business. And that's really not healthy. Now, it took me a while to understand why that was. Why was it so awful? And why was it so devastating to have my business shut down? And here's why. And I think that as business owners, you guys will understand this. I think that when you build a business, 
as business owners, we put so much of ourselves into that business. We're building the type of business that we want to patron. We're solving the problems that we've had in the past. And we're building the type of companies for our employees that we always wanted to work for. So for me, when my business was successful, it meant that my employees were able to make as much money as possible from my business, which allowed them to in turn pursue their dreams in their off time. And when my business was successful, it meant that I could put hundreds of thousands of dollars into locally owned businesses in downtown Nashville. I got to support these amazing locally owned restaurants. When my business was successful, I was able to support the bartenders and servers that served our tours because we tip very well because that's just something that I believe in. And when my business was successful, I got to see hundreds of smiles every single week. There were hundreds of people that we got to impact that were guests on our tours. We got to be a pivotal part in them having an incredible experience in Nashville, and we got to help provide amazing memories that will last a lifetime. So for me, having a successful business brought me so much joy, not because of what it brought me financially, but because of what impact I was able to make on other people's lives. I believe that small businesses can change the world one community at a time. I am a firm believer in this. You will hear this from me often. Small businesses can change the world one community at a time. And this is the reason why. Because small businesses have tremendous impact. And so when we're successful, it means that hundreds of other people are successful because of our success. And I think that taking that away and removing that from my life removed a lot of the purpose that I had. Even having a successful business does not guarantee anything, especially in a global pandemic. A global pandemic, I think this shook everybody up. And I think it showed every business owner that nothing is guaranteed. That previous success and previous planning to overcome a recession and and anything else that we as business owners did to prepare for what could have been a bumpy future, the pandemic kind of wiped all of that out. And so I want to make sure that I have a healthy relationship with my business, that it doesn't define who I am, and that whether or not I'm able to operate does not affect my self-worth, and it does not affect my overall joy and happiness. So anyway, that is a lot. (laughs) It's a lot of personal information, but these are some of the learnings that I have in 2020, and I think that there's a lot of good that's happened here. I say that and I almost can't believe that those words came out of my mouth because I feel like we're still going through the thick of it. But I know that as there's more space between the ugliness and the trauma that happened in 2020, as we get further along and as we get closer to the good times that I know are coming, because it can't be bad forever, I know that I'll be able to look back on this and say, here were some good things that came out of it. And honestly, one of the greatest things is this podcast. I have loved the ability to talk to you guys. I've truly enjoyed having the opportunity to interview incredible business owners because personally, I learned so much from learning from other business owners and I want to be able to bring that to you guys. So... As we look into 2021 for this podcast, 
I want to announce a couple of quick changes. Based on feedback from you amazing listeners, I'm going to be changing up the structure of this. So I've had some feedback where people wanted to hear more coaching sessions, more tips, tricks, and strategies from me on how I built a little local flavor so fast, so quickly, and as big as we did. So what I'm going to do is we're going to be doing an interview every other week instead of every week. And on the opposite weeks, I'm going to be doing one or two short solo episodes. And what they're going to be is tips, strategies, and stories. They're going to be ways that you can improve your business because the feedback from you listeners is that you want to hear more about how I was able to build a little local flavor into the successful business that it was. And I agree. I think that business owners need more strategies right now because I want to make sure that we're still around. I want to make sure that businesses aren't closing in 2021. In fact, I want to give you the tips and strategies that you need so that during this time when you may not be operating at full capacity, that you're able to put things into place that are going to help you thrive when this pandemic is finished. So with that, I want to make sure that I'm serving you guys in the absolute best way possible. If you have ideas for topics that you'd like me to cover in 2021, or if you have questions that you'd like me to answer on a future episode, please email me. My email is christine at fivestarexperienceshow.com. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E at fivestarexperienceshow.com. And the five is the number five. Well, guys, it is December 30th. Tomorrow is New Year's Eve. So happy new year. We made it. Let's toast to that. Next week, I've got an amazing episode to kick off 2021. I'm interviewing Chad Jeffers, who is the guitarist for Carrie Underwood. And we are talking about all kinds of amazing and fun things, but mostly about how to bring a five-star experience to performance. But don't worry. Because he works with Carrie Underwood, we also talked about all kinds of cool little things that he's learned on the road. It is a super fun episode and a really lighthearted way to start 2021. I hope that you'll join me. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. I cannot wait to see what 2021 has in store for us. And I will see you next week. In the meantime, go be exceptional.